You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has given us the authority to break the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus, Amen. Blessings to all our listeners out there. You're with VOH, the Voice of Healing Radio Media Television Networks. Um, again, we're here. Uh, this broadcast is coming out of Southern California and San Marcos, where we're at the Reawakening Conference. And I know we've gotten so many uh, um, positive comments of people trying to get a hold of us, wanting to know how they can contact different speakers and people that we've interviewed. Um, so many of our conservative friends out there coming to Jesus. You know, I always thought that to be conservative, you would be Christian, but that's not necessarily true. Not these days. <laughs> but, but it's good that there are people that are conservative without being Christians. It's um, actually, I'm meeting Democrats that are more conservative then they are democratic. And that that has shocked me because so many uh, Democrats are leaving their party, many, many, it's crazy how many, and coming on to the, uh, onto the conservative side. I just was listening to DeSantis talking about that the Democrats that are moving into Florida, the, the majority of them are, are uh, uh, converting over to Republicans. And, I, and that's a huge number I hear. And I, I sort of seen it in the elections in Houston, in the primaries. I was just shocked to see how few Democrats were voting. Right, right, right. And it, it, it shocked me. It really did. But I'm here with Drew Clark, and he's running for Senate, or Congress, I'm sorry, in Florida, 25th District. And, brother, I, you know, it was, it was, I really enjoyed talking to you when we got on the phone together. And, uh, but to get to meet you and put the face with the, with the name and everything, I, I and plus... Uh, you're in there in Dade County, right? Part of the district is in Dade County. Uh, I, it's, it's actually a, an area that I love. I, I, you know, I've been to Southern Florida many, many times. My sister actually was from Tampa, so you know, I'd always try to run down to Miami area. So <laughs> hopefully, we're going to be able to work something out here, brother. So, uh, but but how's the election going? How how are things going? And and. What is the vision? I mean, you were just telling me a little bit what the Lord's showing you. And I mean, I have so many politicians coming on and a lot of them are, and, and, and you know, they're really into the election integrity. General Flynn, I think, is going to bring that up probably this next time. You know, he's already given, had told us that he that they're creating an organization for election integrity. What is your, what is your focus because Florida is such an important state. It really is an important state. I'm going to go back to what you kind of started on. Yep. And Democrats moving down and people shifting and, 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 and changing their voice and understanding what side of the aisle they want to be on now. Mm. But um, I like to call myself a patriot first. And I'm going to explain what that means. Um, a patriot first who identifies as a Republican. Because I don't like the divisive nature that is today. You know, yeah. we find all different ways to divide ourselves. If we talk about politics, the way to divide ourselves is with partisanship. Sure. 
Um, and we need to figure out and focus on what unites us. And when I start talking about faith, that's one thing that I think should unite us as a country. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our Constitution protects our right to practice uh, our faith the way that we want to. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tell us that we all have to practice it the same way, but it puts in an, an admonition on God sure. at the center of, of this country, at the center mm -hmm. of society. Um, so we want to make sure that we keep that at the center. So I call myself a patriot first that mm -hmm. identifies a Republican because I look to God first. Yeah. Then I look to Constitution and our country, yep. right? And then I align myself with the party who does the same. Amen. Right? Amen. Um, so that's that's really the message of reclaiming leadership in all facets of, of, of our country, including government, yeah. and making sure that we keep God at the center of that because that's the only way we move forward. Yeah, I, there, there's no doubt if, if God is at the center and what we're getting ready to do. I hear it all the time, we need to repent, we need to repent. and. That's partially true. Mm. That repentance is really change. It's not just saying I'm sorry and going back and doing the same stuff. Right. But there has to come change. Um, Drew, let me ask you this too. I mean, I hear it so so much now. It's like one of those voices that I'm shocked that uh, I, actually the Democrats are starting to put it in their playbook. But I'm I'm shocked that the the Republican Party isn't standing up. Is this whole media? canceling um, I, I can only say that what's happening with the censorship in the Facebook and the YouTube and all these different things it's it's treason it's coming against our everyone's constitutional rights I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican this is bad and there needs I don't understand why it hasn't been dealt with by a Congress why why people haven't been pulled up on this already I mean, when you we, we started having a conversation about this before, and I, I think what we have is is we have an absence of political will, mm. uh, and there's an absence of political will because we don't have, in all honesty, that many people right now in Congress who are operating based on principle. Yeah. Right. They they want power. They want control. They want mm. money, and they're willing to risk everything just to have a seat at the table to accomplish yeah. those things, independent of what kind of table they're sitting at. Sure. So in essence, a lot of them are selling their soul or uh, just remaining quiet, and that's how they sell their soul, for not mm -hmm. speaking up against these things. Um, this should be unacceptable no matter who it's happening to. If it was happening to Democrats, great. If it was happening to Republicans, great. All of us collectively should be standing up against this because it does violate their First Amendment rights. Exactly. And fundamentally, if these platforms are going to do it, then I know you've probably heard this before and there's some people that have talked about it, but some of the protections that we've afforded them need mm. to be removed and rethought. Yeah. Uh, if this is how they're going to behave, and not if, they are behaving that way now, yeah. and it needs to be revisited and corrected yesterday. There's, a, there's such a, a move. I, I don't know if you've seen the polls that were just put out where CNN lost 90% of their viewers. That means nine out of every 10 viewers just walked away and started watching Fox News, right? Right, And then the same way with MSNBC, they were I think they were at 86%, almost the same. They've lost viewership, meaning people aren't buying their narrative anymore. When you have guys like, say, Joe Rogan, Joe mm -hmm. Rogan has 10 times more viewers than CNN. Mm -hmm. And they're, that's why they're attacking him. Mm -hmm. Because they're spending million dollar, millions of dollars to put a program out, and he's basically on a GoPro, right, with a $100 system, right, right that, that, that he's battering them. And, and it's not 
because Joe Rogan's so famous or he was a great MMA boxer. It has nothing to do with any of those things. He found the truth mm-hmm. when they attacked him over the whole COVID thing. Yep. He voiced his opinion and everybody came over to start listening because he's saying something that everybody wants to hear. Right. And you're not going to sway those voters, those, those nine that left uh, um, CNN, because they want to hear the truth. So there's, there's a couple questions that, that come out of that, really. So mm-hmm. if, if CNN and some of these other major networks, they're, they're achieving losses or having losses that are crazy. Devastating. So who's propping them up? Like how, how many bad businesses can you really make yeah. Uh, and, and not really change course because they're not changing course. That's that's the issue. So yeah. what is the motive really? Because it can't be business no. anymore. It's not, it's not about making money. No, not at all. So it's it has to be agenda. something else. There's an agenda. And, and, and who do you think that agenda is coming from? Well, ultimately, if I get to the root of it, I mean, we know the prince of this earth. We, 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 yeah. we, we know what's happening behind the scenes, mm. you know, and, and when you look at things like socialism and communism and things of that nature, God cannot exist in those in those institu- institutions, sure. those institutions become God, yeah. if you will. They are God. The they gods are to they the are people. the gods to those people. Um, so, and and one of the ways to do that is to eliminate the voice that people have to speak out against that. We, we can talk about the medical side of this. I mean, I, I'm a doctor, so yeah. you know, usually when we talk about things health related, we lock ourselves in a room, we put research in front of us, and sure. we'll argue back and forth until we get to the details of the truth, the yeah. objective truth. Yeah. What we've seen over the last year and a half is we've seen one side, if they refuted anything that was coming from the agenda, Mm -hmm. then they were silenced. Their licenses were taken, their their practices were attacked, their credibility was attacked. Um, That's just, that's simply un-American is what it is. And now people have lost faith in our healthcare system. People are losing faith in our government. And these are bad for America as a whole because we're in the same ship. We're either going to rise together or fall together. Well, you know, when COVID was was at its so-called strongest, I, I knew I could see that the lie was there. You know, I, I, I mean, being a pastor with so many people that were in and out of hospitals, and I could see who was getting sick, who wasn't. And mm-hmm. There was a guy in our ministry. He he had to wait. You know, he has he's probably four hundred fifty pounds, and he's five foot three. Right. Has sugar. Has right. all the stuff that he should have been dead. Mm-hmm. He had it for about three, four days, and he was home. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I'm looking at stuff and I'm going, this all isn't making sense to me, but I got a, I ended up getting sick. I had a temperature of 102. Mm-hmm. I refused to go to the hospital because right. of everything I was looking at. For sure. I've, I have, have lost complete faith in the medical system. And that's something that we have to fix, but you only yeah. do that through transparency and accountability, right? There's sure. some people that need to be held accountable for, for what happened, what is happening. Yeah. Um, and until we do that, you know, we won't restore faith, and that's bad for Americans yeah. altogether. Um, I'm glad you, you commented on that, too, because one of the things that, that I had a problem with, really, mm. is seeing people of faith, seeing pastors yeah. operating out of fear. I'm not talking about doing your due diligence. Yeah. I'm talking about operating out of fear. Mm. We're supposed to live and abide by a separate set of rules, sure. and I didn't see that happening, which, which really hurt me to my core. Well, uh, you know, you're getting into topic that I'm really, that I'm, re- you know, I, I mean, I've I've been over, you know, I've been to so many nations, over 70 nations. I've seen the church around the world, right? And as I've watched what happened, I realize that we have pastors that have more faith in the government than they do in Jesus, right? And it has really exposed a weakness in the church. Mm-hmm. 
that it is not about the kingdom and it's not about the government of Christ. It is about playing along in the game. When I hear guys like Franklin Graham, Franklin Graham better hope I never run into him. (laughs) But really, I'm just, I gotta, oh man. When he said Jesus would wear a mask and Jesus would get vaccinated, I was like, how can this guy make such a crazy statement? Right. Because this the Jesus that laid hands on the leper. Exactly. I was getting ready to say the I same mean, you, thing. You're, you're a doctor, right? <laughs> right. You, you got leprosy. Back in that day, right. it was a death That's sentence. Exactly. That's why they, they, they weren't even allowed among the general population. They right. had cities for them, right? Because right. if you got anywhere near these people, you got leprosy and Jesus was going into those places and laying hands on those people right. and they were all being healed right, right? right. COVID is nothing compared more propaganda yeah leprosy and exactly it is a propaganda thing uh, Drew and I I, I really I, I'm just you know I'm like Lord thank you that you saved me <laughs> thank you because I'd really, I, uh, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. I'd be so frustrated with people. For sure. That's another thing that, that, that really spurred me into action. It was, uh, who am I? Who am I to keep this silent? Who am I to keep the understanding that I've been gifted silent? Yeah. Who am I not to expose what I know to the world? And Amen. it caused me to, to become very vocal about what it is that I do know, what it is yeah. that I've experienced um, for people, because people need hope. You, you know, it's it's interesting. Yourself being a doctor, having a, a strong faith. You know, uh, I'm Mark Burns, mm-hmm. a man of God. Um, Leon Benjamin. You know, I'm, I'm friends with Leon and, and Mark. And them walking away from the ministry because they seen the uh, Bianca, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, a, a you know, a wife, a, a mother. Uh, you know, um, walking away from everything because the need in the government right now is so great for people that have a, have ethics. Right. And, and I applaud all you guys because, you know, you could be out making money mm-hmm. in, your, in your medical profession. Sure. You know, Mark, you know, he's seen the need in, in our government more than the need in the church because if, if, the, if the need in the government isn't taken care of, mm-hmm. we, we're not going to have a church. Right. And, and, and there's so many pastors sitting on the bench, not even doing their due diligence right. to say, hey, we, we, these people sound more like us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Than, than the people we're listening to. Was, I, I don't know how you could listen to the lies. Yeah. Really? Right. I mean, seriously, Biden, you know when he's lying because he just opens his mouth, right? That's what my dad <laughs> used to say, right? So, I can't say there's any truth that I've seen coming out of the administration. So uh, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, the, the gas prices are going to go up because of Ukraine. That's foolish. Mm-hmm. That, uh, to believe that, you, you're, uh, you need a lobotomy. But here's the thing. It, it takes five minutes to refute. So much is lost in translation within God's word. It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. In his book, Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through his people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the scripture. 
It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro. Available now on our website, voh.church. All right, so so the lesson still, I think, is is for us, is for we the people. Yeah. It's like just because it comes out of this administration, just because it comes out of his mouth, doesn't make it law, doesn't make it truth. Mm. And we're required to go and seek seek out that information. I mean, yeah. even when you talk about pastors, mm. I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and I said we're we're putting more emphasis on uh, a a piece of paper or certificate that tells someone that they are an ordained pastor mm. than we are trying to figure out whether or not they're truly ordained by God. Exactly. So we have a bunch of paper pastors. Pastors that are sitting in front of pulpits, uh, and brother, when the heat is on, you're preaching they the cower. choir now. <laughs> you are preaching the choir. I said, I had a guy that asked me that, well, where'd you get your credentials? I said, the same place that Peter, John, <laughs> all go. those fishermen got theirs. <laughs> there you go. They, they're, those are the guys that wrote the Bible, and they were right. fishermen. They were considered the, the stupidest people of their day. Right, right. But they had something when they got the Holy Ghost and they got Jesus, right? Try the Spirit by the Spirit. Exactly, brother. I said, you'll know them by their fruits. And I, and I, if I see fruit, I know Jesus is in it, right? That's awesome. But it has nothing to do with a piece of paper. I mean... I, I, I'll tell you a little, a quick little testimony. I was I was asked to speak at a, speak at a, at a graduation mm-hmm. at a school, a Protestant school in Australia, right? And so they had the deans and they had all the professors there, and the and the guy that runs the whole thing. He, he I used to preach at his church. He said, "Mike, can you uh, close this out for us? You be the you know the speaker for us." I said, "I don't." I said, "Man of God," I said, "I don't know. I don't think you want me." to say what I'm going to say because sure I already you, you know what you're asking for I, 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 you, he goes that's exactly why you need to do it because these people have intellect but they don't have God right and and basically I, I got up and said you know those degrees you're all getting right now all smiley and paid all that money for it, you can use them as toilet paper because if you don't have the Holy Spirit of God if you can't see people transformed uh, you're not going to be able to go out into India Indonesia, you're not going to go into these places where Muslim isn't telling your theology. Mm. They want to see the works of of Christ in you, right. and that's how you're going to win souls. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And they got mad at me for saying that. Yeah, but. Hey, but it was the truth, and sometimes the yeah. truth cut deep, cuts deep. <laughs> but it, it's what we need to hear. It, Amen. You reminded me of something else because, you know, I'm I'm entering this realm of, of politics. Yeah. And, you know, we need people that have the intellect to sit around the table and solve issues. Amen. Intellect to see how, to understand, number one, too, that uh, you can't legislate out matters of the heart. Yep. Right? But it doesn't mean that we don't need laws to govern society. Sure. Um, At the same time. We've lost lawlessness. Yeah. It's crazy. Just in a a few years. Right. It's it's scary. And and 100%. Yeah. At the same time, though, uh, and probably more importantly, we need people to understand the battle that we're facing. Amen. It is a spiritual battle. Yes. It requires a different type of preparation. Yeah. So, yeah, you need the intellect, but you need the understanding of the full armor of God. Sure. You should have read the entire chapter of Ephesians 6. Amen. You know, not just skipped around in there, but you have to understand these things. And if Amen. we don't have people in our, in our governmental institutions mm-hmm. that understand that they have to prepare both ways, sure. then we're swimming up a creek without a paddle. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, brother, what you're saying, and people think that the Democratic Party is um, is intellectual, mm-hmm. but a lot of the people I see them using, and a lot of people and things that I've heard and have been said, 
a lot of these people are into the dark side, mm-hmm. into the dark arts. Mm-hmm. And, and people are not realizing these people are looking for power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're going to another source to get it. 100%. You can reference at this particular point BLM and Antifa. Right over exactly. the last year, when you really looked into why they were chanting and doing all these different chants and yeah. what they were introducing in the in the California school curriculum at one particular point, scary. I don't know if that's still there, but I, I remember it happening. Mm. Um, and wh- what the root of all this stuff was. When I looked that up, and then I saw churches supporting Antifa and BLM, I, I just threw up my hands. Yeah. You know, because I, I did not understand it. Not only do we have a Marxist organization that is just un-American, number one. Sure. But number two, two, we have an organization that is pulling power from the wrong side of the aisle. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I started study, uh, researching the two, two of the girls that mm-hmm. were part of uh, uh, BLM, mm-hmm. and they were open. One girl was openly Marxist. Right. She was op- uh, openly a revolutionist. Mm-hmm. And she was also into the dark arts. And the, and the other girl that was with her was also... I didn't find anything on that third girl, but I was just... I was just dumbfounded to watch them doing rituals right. on YouTube. Right. Openly. And I'm thinking, where is the church? But how about churches sharing it? Yeah. Not just speaking out against it, but how about them sharing it yeah. and, and preaching in favor of it? Well, well see, what, what makes you and I brothers is not because of our, our family, our descendants, our moms, our dads, right. our skin color, None of that makes us family. What makes you and I family is is the blood of Jesus Christ. 100%. And without the blood, we, and according to Jesus, we are closer. Mm. We we are more the, of of a brothers than my physical family, my physical sisters and brothers. Right, right. According to Jesus, sure. right. Yep. And what I began to realize, Drew, is that now these people that are in the church really aren't our brothers. Mm. Uh, I was reading Lactantius, who uh, was in the first 150 years of the church. Lactantius talks about a false anointing. Mm. He says that the enemy has an anointing also. And I'm beginning to realize there's a lot of people that have that false anointing, Mm -hmm. like you said, the paper, Mm -hmm. that are really not part of our family. And so, I, I, you know, it's it's amazing to me. I, I sit back and I watch stuff now and I... I, my whole life, I, I really thought like, you know, things are going fairly well. This, so we got to worry about this. You know, anymore, it's just like, what in the world is going on? Mm. Like in the last four, two years, I'm like, what has happened? Right. And and not just me. Many other people are saying something's wrong. Something's so, really wrong. So quickly. Confusion. So so quickly. Yeah. And you see it coming up at all levels. Um, I drive uh, on my way to one of our practices, and we drive by it all the time. You know, there's there there are churches that have um, things about. So I have four daughters. Let's mm. let's rewind this for a second. I okay. have four daughters, and, and now I have to have a conversation or have to consider whether or not my daughters are going to have to compete against biological men. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and we have so much confusion. And where you would typically go to to find some type of foundational concepts of principle, yeah. i.e., church, maybe. 
Sure. I'm not getting it. There's just more confusion there than there is on the outside. So as opposed to the church influencing culture, now we have culture yeah. influencing the church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so so when I'm thinking about this thing, I'm like, the, the way this is supposed to be designed is, is, is the church influences culture, culture influences policy. Yeah. If the church is absent from influencing culture, which is largely what I see, then who is influencing policy? Yeah. And, and then it gets back to what you're talking about. Well, well, you know the book of Revelation, you have Mystery Babylon, right? Mm. And mystery, the, in Hebrew thought, every name speaks of character and function. Mm. So Yeshua, Jesus, his name means salvation. So he came to save us, right? Mm. Abram saved, his name is changed to Abraham because of what he's going to do. Mm. Simon is turned to Peter because of what he's going to do, right? Mm. So his name declares his function. In the same way with every city in the Bible, it's the same in Jewish thought, right? Hebrewic thought. So when you look at Babylon, it literally means a mixture in the anointing or confusion in the anointing. Mm. And what I'm seeing is Babylon in the church. That's mm. what you're saying. But let, 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 I want to get to you. I want to get to your, <laughs> how is things going in your race? So, so we're moving forward in our race. I mean, our job right now, in my opinion, is, is to expose truth, to bring God back into the Amen. center of this, um, and have to help people understand that we have to focus on our commonalities and what unites yeah. us. And when I talk about that from our country, yeah. it's, it's a fundamental understanding this country was founded on Judeo-Christian values, yep. number one. And then number two, the constitutional document is what glues us all together. Uh, we rise together, fall together. So we have to form a basis on that front. Amen. And then we can build from there. Yep. I, I believe issues are solved locally. Mm -hmm. um, so when we talk about small government, um, we talk about the fact that who better to solve issues than the people you live with, exactly. the people you share space with, not yes. some bureaucrat in D.C. And all the people at this particular point that are more concerned with their seat at the table, yep. then they need to come home. Yeah. Producing their communities. So if we talk about term limits, you know, there's a period of time. Once that time has expired, you have you've had an opportunity to leave whatever mark you were going to leave. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for you to come home and do that within your local community. Yeah, there, there there's too many rhinos mm -hmm. that are they're more. You know, it's it's almost like they're 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 on the offense and the defense. You know, and it's like. <laughs> Just get them off the field now. You know? they're, they're helping both teams, right? It's not good. But uh, I, and I do believe in bipartisanship, mm -hmm. but I, I think it has to be done for the right reasons. But right now, there's such a huge division between a, the conservative thought and, and, and what is, I don't even know what to call what's happening, this extremist, you know, it is socialism, it is Marxism, right? And people need to wake up to that. We have candidates that, that, that are running on socialistic, communistic principles. Yeah. I mean, they're appealing to people based on these things, um, which have no place in America. No. It's not what helped us become the greatest nation on the face of this planet. It's not what will help us continue being that moving forward. Yeah. Um, but if we don't face lies with truth... Yeah. If we're not willing to step out in these communities, and we're talking about Florida, mm. you know, I had this conversation the other day too, that you know, there's been this propensity for us to ignore mm -hmm. certain pockets. If I talk about Florida, Miami-Dade, we mentioned that, uh, the Orlando, Orange County area, Jacksonville, the Tampa mm -hmm. area, these are typically very liberal areas mm -hmm. that we kind of look at and say, oh, you know, they're a lost cause, hands mm -hmm. off. Not well, no if more. We, if we continue looking at it like that, we're going to have a big yeah. problem. Jesus left the right. 99 for the one. 
Amen. Right? For us to sit back in, in our rural communities or whatever the case may be, our deeply conservative areas, and just say, oh, I'm glad that everything is right here, yeah. and not go out and, and, and seek that lost sheep, that one sheep, Amen. then are we really abiding by Scripture? Are we yeah. really following and being the hands and feet of Jesus? There, there's so many Democrats that are flipping right now. It's, it's a, there's more Democrats watching Hannity mm-hmm. than watching CNN. Right. That's, that's a fact. Right. I'm not, and Laura Ingram and all those things, right? But I have a way to solve this problem with the communists. Okay. And I, I want you, to, when you get in, yep. I want you to pass this bill. All right. All right. I'm listening. I, I, this will work. <laughs> yeah. All the people that want to be communists will make a deal with Russia, will make a deal with Venezuela, whatever they want to go, whatever country, we'll let them go. You can put Cuba in there too. We'll put Cuba in there, right? right? We'll say, okay, we got a million communists in the country, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to give you a ticket, we're going to pay your flight, and we're going to send you to Russia, and then the Russians are going to send us a million people that want to be free mm-hmm. and democratic. I promise you, You'll have far more people that want to come here. <laughs> I promise. And we can solve this problem like in a, in a few months. Right, right. That's we too just, pragmatic, though. If, if we can bring illegals across the borders on planes mm-hmm. and land them, that's mm-hmm. another thing we got to start getting into. You oh, know? boy. Oh, boy. Uh, we got to deal with this, brother. This is, this is, this is flat out by the Democratic Party. This, mm-hmm. this is... Um, Treason. Yeah, they're taking over. They're, they're attacking the institution that is America without firing a single weapon. Yeah. And right now, so you have people talking about um, restricting airspace and taking Russians' uh, planes and their their, mm. their ability to travel. And I'm like, well, what good is that if they can fly into Mexico and skip across our border, which is what yeah. they can actually do at this point. Yeah. Um, I empathize with the people in Ukraine. Sure. I empathize with the people in Russia. You know, the people are who I empathize, um, empathize with. Yeah. But sending for, was it $15 billion mm. to Ukraine, which will probably never reach the people. Oh, yeah, I'll go back in somebody's pocket. <laughs> that, that cannot be the answer. Yeah. And then refusing to talk about American energy independence yeah. while talking to countries like Venezuela and Iran and strengthening their regimes when we know what they stand for. Sure. How are these plausible answers? That They're not. I mean, I think what what has happened in Canada, we're going to with that same type of Trudeau mentality is is if we don't kill it, it's going to happen here because mm-hmm. we're the only ones that can stop it worldwide. And I'll How, co-sign that bill, by the way. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll write it up. So how, how do people get involved? How do, how do people contact you? Get, uh, you know, I know you're coming to the point where you're going to need feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. How do people in, in Florida get involved or anywhere else that want to come and help your campaign financially or physically? Uh, I'm going to tell you, go to my website. My website okay. is my name. It's DrewMontezClark.com. Okay. There's a join Team Clark tab on there. That's where you want to go. Mm. One of the first committees that we put together was an intercessory prayer team. Nice. Right? So if we have people in prayer is, is, is what they do, yeah. that is their calling, um, then we're going to ask them to join that. But there are a lot of other options on there, too, from people who want to help us knock doors, make phone calls, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you cannot run a campaign without financial support. Sure. Right? So we ask people, if you've been blessed financially, Help us out financially. Let us push this message all the way to the White House. Yeah. Um, but also think about that differently. So we have a 1776 club. That number should mean something to every American yep. at this point. Um, we ask people, no matter where you are, mm. commit to taking me out to, to lunch once a month. The $17.76 yep. that we put it on recurring. 
nice. help me fight for us in, in, in D.C. Amen. Yep. Amen, brother. Well, for those of you that are listening, Drew, I want to thank you for coming on. And uh, really, I, I, you know, when I when I talked to you on the phone, I was, you know, uh, you got you got into my prayer time because I said, you know, this is a good man here. Mm-hmm. I and, and I thank you for coming on to the show. And, and we want to help any way we can. You need commercials made, whatever. You let us know. Awesome. If you look at uh, whatever. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, for those of you that are out there living in Florida and you and you happen to be uh, in in District 25, please. I mean, this we want Christians running in our government, running for our government, and and, and Drew is you know he's running for Congress, and we need men of God in those positions. He's giving up a lot. I, I know what these guys go through to to run the. You know, it's it's a vile, vile thing when you look at what what men and women have to go through to, to hold a seat in our country. From both sides, it's bad. Mm-hmm. But we need to stand up as the body of Christ and support them. And, brother, we're going to support you any way we can. I appreciate and, that. And uh, I'm going to write that bill up for you. <laughs> and and we're, we're gonna, I'm going to walk you right into the White House, brother. So. That's awesome. Well, I but, do appreciate you having me on. So. Amen. So... Those of you that know the site, his website, you can get a hold of him. If if you don't didn't remember, just give us a call. We'll get have his information for you. We'll be able to put you in contact with them. For those that are out there worldwide, we just want to thank you for listening in. This is Mike Petro, and you're listening to the Voice of Healing Media Network. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to vohradio.com. That's vohradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at vohradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.